Hello and welcome to this week's Friday Five. It's our weekly list of five things you need to know about here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupal, and I'm recording this from my dining room table because, like many of you, I'm not just working from home, but we are practicing social distancing here in Pennsylvania. Pretty much everything is shut down other than the essentials, and that includes our schools. It's been an interesting week for me. I'm sure it's been the same for you. If you've got children, I know how you feel. If you've got more than one, I honestly don't know how you do it, so kudos to you on that. I have profound respect for you, as well as a deep, deep appreciation for what our kids' teachers do for our children on a daily basis. News about the coronavirus is literally everywhere. It's inescapable, but I've tried to pick out some of the more pertinent pieces that apply to you, and of course, some ways to try and help us all cope. This is an unprecedented situation, but we're trying to make the best of it, and we're also trying to keep things as normal as possible. So, on that note, let's get into our topics this week. Number one, first things first, on Wednesday, the Trump administration released an over 100-page PDF that details how the U.S. will respond to the coronavirus outbreak. According to the report, officials estimate an 18-month-long pandemic event with the possibility of multiple waves. We've got a link to the New York Times breakdown of that information and a link to the PDF itself, as well as an AOL write-up on the release of that plan in our show notes. Number two, Medicare telehealth services have been expanded due to the coronavirus outbreak. On Tuesday, CMS admin Seema Verma announced the news and called upon state programs to do the same with Medicaid. Previously, Medicare could only cover routine telehealth visits under specific circumstances, like if a beneficiary lived in a remote area and usually they had to travel from their home to an approved location. They were not allowed to receive services in their home. Under the new legislation, beneficiaries do not have to travel to a healthcare facility, but they do need to be able to establish a two-way visual and voice connection for a real-time interaction. So think laptops, tablets, smartphones. Medicare admin Seema Verma did mention that beneficiaries might need the help of their adult children if they don't have these devices themselves. But to also make sure that if you are helping a parent, don't offer to help if you're feeling sick or showing symptoms yourself. And one more thing I do want to note here, copays and deductibles will still apply. So just because these services are being offered, that doesn't mean they are free. There's, of course, flexibility. Some providers may waive the fees associated with telehealth visits. Others might reduce cost sharing. So just something to keep in mind with those expanded telemedicine benefits. We will have a link to the original CMS press release as well as a Washington Post article in our show notes if you'd like to read into that new legislation a bit further yourself. And of course, we always recommend doing that. A lot of good resource material in our show notes. Number three, amidst this coronavirus pandemic, many non-essential stores have closed their doors as a means to protect their customers and employees. 
Some essential stores have cut back their hours to allow for restocking and sanitizing. Many 24-hour Walmart stores have already made that call. But for a handful of stores who sell the essentials, they are implementing early senior hours, dedicating a specific time slot or the first hour or so of business to the age group that has been defined as most at risk. The idea here is to allow them a window of time to shop that will not be as congested as other timeframes when everyone would be allowed inside the store. Many local grocery chains have implemented this idea, as well as national stores like Target, Dollar General, Redner's, Whole Foods, and The Fresh Market, to name a few. We will have links to articles with more complete lists in our show notes, And as you're perusing your local news sources, if you see something like this noted, that is a great article to share on your social channels to make sure your beneficiaries see that and are aware of the resources available in your area. The main thing to remember when posting content during this coronavirus outbreak is that you want to offer helpful resources that your beneficiaries can use and take advantage of not content that's spammy or could cause them to panic. So keep that in mind. Number four, I mentioned kids in the open of this episode, and one thing that I think has given many parents a bit of comfort in regard to the coronavirus outbreak is the fact that it doesn't seem to affect children the same way that it affects adults. The results of a study that was conducted on 2,000 children in China were recently released, and I think it's worth a read, It did find that while, for the most part, children don't seem to get as sick as adults from the coronavirus, there is a small percentage of younger children who can develop more serious symptoms. I think the most difficult part for me in all this is that obviously we want to do right by our children and do everything we can to keep them safe. The information we have available to us is changing on a daily basis. The three articles I'm going to link to address that and provide some basic information as far as what you need to know about COVID-19 and how it interacts with kids to the best of the knowledge that we have available to us right now. So you will find the links to those articles in our show notes. Number five, while we're still on the subject of kids, let's talk keeping them entertained while we are at home with them, whether you're attempting to homeschool or still get work done. It is a lot to juggle, much different than the regular schedule that you're used to and that your kids are used to. But a lot of businesses are taking this in stride and providing content for you and your kids to keep everyone entertained during this quarantine. I will highlight a few here. We'll be linking to some other lists in our show notes as well. First up, there's an article from CNBC on how to work from home with kids. We will be linking to that in our show notes. Then there's also the New York Times has an entertainment list that they are updating on a daily basis. The list has TV shows to stream, movies to watch, podcasts to listen to, songs to listen to, recipes for what to cook, games to play. And then they also link out to other lists for even more suggestions. This one, though, is my personal favorite. Josh Gad, the actor who voices Olaf in Disney's Frozen and Frozen 2, is reading a children's book each night on Twitter, creating fun voices for the characters. As he puts it, it is 15 minutes a day where you don't have to be in charge of coming up with an activity for your kids. 
He's one of my favorite actors. He's absolutely hilarious, and I definitely recommend checking that out. Last but not least, I mentioned in last week's Friday Five episode that we have created our own list of carrier information on RitterIM.com in the wake of the coronavirus. We are updating that page as we get new information in and posting it there so you can easily peruse through it without going to a bunch of different carrier sites. We will have that link in our show notes, so make sure you check that out to see what's going on with each of your carriers and what information you might be also able to pass along to your clients. That is all we have for this week. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Let us know if you'd like next week's episode to be podcast recommendations. We haven't done that in a little while here on the podcast, and that always makes for a fun episode, and I think we can all use a little bit more fun right now. To stay up to date with everything that we've got going on in the podcast, we recommend tapping that follow or subscribe button so you're notified when new episodes drop. We've got two more episodes of our State of the Senior Market series coming up on the podcast. We've got the live Q&A and, of course, all the other great content we normally feature here on the podcast. So plenty of reasons to follow along with us. And I'll throw in one more. It's completely free to do that. Thank you so much for following, subscribing, liking, and commenting. We really appreciate all the love. Hope you have a great weekend. We will see you next week. The Agents Revival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by Sarah Rappel. Script editing by Nicole Parasich. Artwork by Nick Smith. Artwork from <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>